This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello, dreamers, and welcome to the Dreamers Disease Podcast. I am Alex Manzi. I am a social media freelancer and a positive mindset coach. And on this podcast, whether it's a discussion about everyday struggles or hearing the story of an inspirational guest, we aim to inspire you to make a positive change in your life so that you can start becoming the very best version of you. This week, I'm joined by Hayden Elliott, who you may remember from a previous episode of the podcast where we interviewed each other, we went back and forth. It's an episode that went out back in January, I think it was. Hayden is an amazing guy. He runs the F45 gym in Oxford Circus with his business partner. And I thought it'd be super helpful to have him come and join me again for a conversation, but this time focused around exercise and the benefit it has on a healthy mind, body and soul. Because this again is, you know, something that I'm very interested in and how just a simple thing like going for a long walk in the morning is really beneficial for you. Um, And in this chat, we discussed a huge number of ways you can be active. Plus, we shared some of our own personal experiences with how exercise has kind of helped us through some of the tough times. And Hayden shares some incredible stories of people who have passed through his gym doors and seemingly almost transformed themselves through exercise. So it's a really powerful conversation, really important one, one that I find is very close to me and I hope that you guys can learn from it. If you do like this episode or you've listened to the podcast before and you love it, then be sure to leave a review because the reviews help the podcast grow. They help it rise up the charts. They help the message get out there. And also be sure to take a screenshot of you listening to it right now, posting it to your Instagram story. Tag me at I am Alex Manzi so I can connect with you there because I love having conversations with you guys in the DMs. So be sure to do that as well. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear this week's discussion. So hey guys, I'm joined here by Hayden Elliott, who... You may actually remember from the very first episode of this year when we sat down and we kind of interviewed each other. Awesome. Which was pretty cool. Mate, it's got have great feedback. Yeah, it's I keep getting the, feedback on it as well. Yeah, it's one of the ones that I always get feedback on. That's amazing. That's good to hear. Yeah, Sweet. it's good. So Two ha- 20-somethings. Yeah. Well. Speaking about their experiences, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how's, how's things been since then? Fantastic, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, January's always a big, big time in the fitness industry. Uh, didn't really know what to expect from it to be honest and yeah it kind of it rolled it rolled many ups and downs you know long hours yeah. uh, in January and February is difficult difficult time period not yeah. seeing much sunlight but yeah it's been great you know coming through the hard part now and moving in towards summer so yeah it's yeah. all good you know everyone's healthy and happy so yeah it's yeah, great sun's out vitamin D's coming yeah, that's well, <laughs> mate I'm all over it yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like just before when we met you was having your lunch five yeah. minute lunch outside in the sun I noticed the little whatever look I, up to the whatever sun whatever I can mate yeah I love it I love yeah, it. Worth it but yeah so we're here we're down at your uh, F45 in Oxford Circus which is pretty cool first time I've stepped in the building which is yeah. nice I'm sure I'll be back yeah I hope so session so you can grill me while I'm working out um, but yeah, so basically, one of the things that I wanted to kind of sit down and talk about with you today is obviously exercise and the importance of it for a healthy body, mind and soul. Because I've been having a lot of conversations recently with various different people and I kind of find that like exercise is always a topic that comes up because it's quite like a, I don't know, it's like a, I mean, it should be a popular thing, but it is like, it seems to be a really popular thing at the minute. Um, with you know all types of you know cycle and F45s and pure gyms and yoga classes and this that and the other and CrossFit and all these kind of different you know types of exercise and you know walking teams and running clubs and you know all of it it's the whole spectrum it just seems like a really interesting thing that people are kind of 
rightly getting more and more into. And like for me, I've always found exercise as like a really interesting place for, you know, the three kind of reasons we're going to go on to talk about, like physical fitness, mental health, and then like just nourishing your soul. Mm. But yeah, what's your kind of like experience with like the whole holistic kind of view of fitness? I mean, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff recently on, on my podcast and on other people's and it's, you know, mental and physical health, you know, going to the gym, it's, it's, it's not just for me, it's not just a place where people work on, on the physical health, obviously you do, you do, I mean, you're working every single muscle group in your body, specifically here, what we do at 45, you know, you're working every single muscle group in your body, but what what it also does, the impact it can have on your on your psychological well-being is, mm. for me, for all my experiences and everything I've done over the last 10, 15 years, it's been my go-to because mm. I can I could always control my physical fitness, which yeah. entail had a massive impact on, on my on my mental health. Um, and I think, like you said just now, I mean, there are so many concepts out there. Uh, and I think, obviously, depending on where you do train, I think the environment w- with with where you train can also play a significant impact on mm. how far you can go with your physical health, but also the impact that it can have on your on your mental well being. Yeah. So I mean, we have had people come through the doors of this gym that have not only changed in terms of their aesthetic goals. Um, yeah. They come in looking like a different person to say six months down the line, yeah. but more importantly for me is seeing the impact that coming through these doors and being a part of this community can have on on your psychological well-being. It's 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 truly an amazing thing to mm. see. I mean, like I will have somebody come through the doors of this building, and then within two weeks, you'll see their body language change. Mm. You'll see that the confidence they have in their social interactions with other people around the clubs change. And that's what I honestly believe, and I, and I think that's the way fitness is going. It's 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 more about it should now be used more of as a tool to yeah. work on your physical and mental health as a as a as a like as together, a, together yeah. in unison. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I honestly think that that that's the way fitness is going. Yeah, like you should it should not be a burden. You know, you run the danger sometimes. I mean, I've been there myself where I've fallen in love, out of love with going to the gym for doing physical fitness mm. because, you know, I was just going to the gym and I was doing four sets of 12 back and chest. But for me now, you know, it's much, much more than that. Fitness should be something that you should cherish and enjoy. Mm. And, you know, like with many things, if, if something's, you know, not making you happy, you can always change it, you can always adapt. And, and I think that the beauty of fitness is that, like you said, there are so many things out there that you can you can you can mm. do, and I advise people to you know really test themselves, challenge themselves, and look for what makes them happy within fitness, yeah, whatever, I think, whatever it may be. I, I think for me, like the great thing is that you can you can find the type of scenario that that suits you best. Like your your thing might be a forty five minute walk every morning just by yourself with some tunes in your ear or a podcast or whatever, or, or even nothing. Or it might be, you know, coming down to a class like here and, you know, doing a really intense workout. Or it could be just like being at one with yourself doing yoga or like uh, Tai Chi or something like that. And like for me, I find that it's the it's the one time of the day where I really have like there's three kind of things I do every day, which are kind of like I have for myself. And that's like 
meditation, reading, and then like the exercise I'm doing, particularly when I'm in the gym, less so when it's like football or something, but when I'm in the gym or doing like stretching, it's like, that's purely for me, that like 45 minutes, that hour is like, it's almost like my time, it's my time to reflect, to like gather myself for the day, it's my time for, uh, you know, pushing myself, it's time, you know, it's so many great, like amazing benefits for it. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, you touched on it saying how it can, you've seen people come in here and, <laughs> you know, literally their, their mental state is completely different in like four weeks time, six months time. And I think for me, that's like one of the, the, the big things is like, it, like always, I always used to think like the gym was a place where it's like you, the beef heads would go and it's like, mm. you know, the big guys pushing the big weights and like doing the bench press on like yeah. 700 kilos or whatever. And it's like, that's kind of the, the image that everyone used to have of the gym and exercising. But it's really interesting to see it come almost like full circle now and it's, it's becoming like a cool thing to do, like I said at the 100%. beginning. It's coming back to that middle ground. And I think you said, I absolutely agree with what you said, like for some people it could be 45 minutes walking in the morning. And also everybody, um, I don't think you have to keep yourself to one specific style of training ever. I mean, like I absolutely love it. If I, depends, I'm, I'm lucky because I'm a fitness professional. So, yeah. I, you know, I have the time in the day to go and train and you know when I'm not working and when I'm not teaching classes when I'm not working on the business I have more time in the day to go and do what I like but it really depends what I'm really in the mood for if I really want to push myself I may go and do a CrossFit gym I may do a, a really really challenging F45 workout mm. but sometimes and it's the importance of listening to your body because I'll maybe get on to later you know how some people can take physical fitness too far and push themselves to, yeah. to areas they shouldn't where it becomes detrimental yeah. but sometimes I honestly I, my favourite thing in the world would be going for an hour walk with my dog on the beach yeah. and for me I use that as, as physical fitness Yeah, I was um, going to say what's your favourite type of like working well, I, out it, fitness it really does you know depend on my mood I mean I, I obviously I bought into a 45 concept I think it's a fantastic training system you're hitting every single muscle group in your body you're staying functionally fit you know I've been through pretty much I've pretty much done everything you can do in fitness I've yeah. done you know ultra marathons I've done crossfit you know I've done bodybuilding training yeah. and I would say I mean I you know I think at the end of the day feeling good about the way you feel in your body look some people say oh it's so vain but I, I think that's crap you know yeah, like exactly. look what is the what's the harm in really taking care of the way you look and and you know, working hard on it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. You know, if that ma if that makes you f feel confident, then that's what you should yeah. do. So, uh, for me, the, the the methods within F45 are, are are the happiest I've ever been with my own physique because yeah. I like being fit. I like being able to move my body, but at the same time, I like to be in reasonably good condition yeah. as well. So. Well, what then? Like, because one of the things that I really wanted to focus on this year was my mobility and flexibility mm. because, like, traditionally, I've been terrible. Like. Mm couldn't barely touch my toes like that yeah. really like wow. you know awful um from football injuries that's through that's through years of football probably yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and sitting at desks and stuff like sure, that yeah. um but yeah so one of the things well when i first started getting into like working out was when i was like 28 so a few like three four years ago now and i really wanted to like do it for myself just to get like fitter feel better like physically like mm. i wanted my body to be stronger so that it could last longer and all of those sort of things and as the kind of time's gone on, it's like, okay, I got to a point where like, I felt physically strong. I wasn't like you know, doing massive weights, but physically I felt great. But at the same time, I didn't because it's like, you know, it's really tight hamstrings or like back problems or neck problems. So I really wanted to kind of focus on the physical, like 
mobility and you know stretching and being really like you know getting on the foam roller or like you know taking 45 minutes in the morning to do like how's that going for you good mate hats off to you because you know like it's the area of fitness from experience that is the most neglected yeah and it's it's the most probably the most boring that's why it's boring people just don't want to do it i mean if you say someone look if you say someone please dedicate 45 minutes a day to go and do curls in the mirror yeah oh yeah they love it (laughs) put their hands up you know, it's it's the, it's the mobility and the flexibility work yeah. that, from experience, people just are not willing to do. Yeah. But you know, you know, it's it's very so crucial. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like it's even if it's like you know you do 10, 15 minutes at the end of your training difference. session, it's massive. Like, I take my own foam rollers to the gym now. Yeah. Chuck it in my backpack. It mm. doesn't take up much space. Mm. It's pretty light. Take it to the gym. At the end of the session, I whack it out, and I'm there, like you know, pretty much having a love affair with it on, on the <laughs> mat. <laughs> People looking at him like, oh, yeah, what's this guy doing?" Uh, and then, like you know, little stretching routines for like specific things in my back and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, it feels so much better for it. Like I, I really realise the days. So one of the other things like that I like, why I like to to, to exercise regularly is I notice like if I don't do anything for like two three days, mm. I really start to feel like my body like begins almost like crave it, like. When you don't train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I was away, when I was in Japan, like, you know, the first week was like the first time in a long time that I hadn't had like a really consistent like uh, workouts, like exercising, you know, three, four times a week. Like my body was just like, it just, it was just like, I had this like almost like ball, it felt, it felt like a ball of energy inside of me that just needed to be like released. And like when I was on the trains, I was like looking at the, you know, like the, the things that you hold on to, the poles that you hand on to, thinking like, can I do some quick pull-ups and like mm. just just mm. something to just mm. to like be active, and that was really interesting. Yeah, because I really start to feel that. That is interesting. I mean, like it's funny because you, I had an injury at the beginning of uh, February. Yeah, and I, I was so pent up, desperate to do, you know, training of, of some description, um, and after about a week or so my energy completely went the other direction. Mm. I had no energy to do anything. Yeah. And that's when I realized that why physical fitness is so important to me as an individual, yeah. because if I'm not moving my body, my energy just goes crashing down yeah. after, after a certain period. Just generally because, you know, obviously everyone knows that through fitness, you're, you know, you're getting natural endorphins to your body. I mean, have you ever heard the the expression, you know, uh, fitness is the cheapest antidepressant. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's something I truly believe. So, you know, yeah, if, if, you, if you don't train, it's, it's, it's very easy to get into the habit of not training. If, mm. if, say, you come, if you have a bad injury, you can sort of hit a level where you just haven't got the energy and, and the yeah. motivation to get back into it is extremely difficult. So, you know, that's where I think places like 45 really come in where you yeah. don't really have to do too. I mean, d- decision. For, I mean, that's something that's quite interesting about fitness. I mean, you've heard about decision fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, decision fatigue is a big one. And like a lot of people in terms of their own physical fitness, the motivation is, is an extremely difficult thing. And in this day and age, we have such we have a society where everyone's stressed with work. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own pressures. Everyone has this, that and the other. You know, you're making up to, without even realizing, three to four hundred small, big, small to big decisions every single day. The last thing you really want to want to do is to get up, motivate yourself to go to the gym, yeah, yeah. decide what to do in the gym, wait for someone on a machine. You know, do I do this? Do I do that? That is really, really difficult for someone that's trying to 
just build on the motivation together. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's why that's why I kind of think that what I'm doing here at 45 is fantastic because we've got a lot of people who've got stressful jobs. The yeah. last thing they want to do is come down the stairs and yeah. have to put a session together. They just show up, you know. Yeah, get put, told what to do. Get told today, yeah, yeah. and it, they know they're going to get a quality workout. So yeah. yeah, that's also something to think about. Yeah. And what about like the physical benefits then for you and for like what you see with other people? Like what are the main sort of things? Because I was doing some sort of research earlier mm. and I mean, there's, there's loads of like health benefits of like, you know, it reduces risk of heart attacks, lower cholesterol levels, helps lower blood pressure, makes your bones and muscles sh- stronger to help reduce risk of like developing osteoporosis, to get better sleep, yeah, arthritis, energy, like you said, it reduces, uh, so releases endorphins, like you said, which, you know, release like stress hormones and all those sort of things. But like physically, like how, how are you seeing people change? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, I mean, I, before here, I was personal training for, for quite a long time. I worked one-to-one with a lot of people. So, you know, I saw firsthand, you know, psychologically was, was, a, big, was a big compartment of it. Seeing people get stronger is, is probably one of the most satisfying things. Mm. And bringing it back to, to what we do here at this gym, I see, I see, I see people upon pe- person upon person upon person in the space of two three weeks being able to do things you just couldn't physically do before. Mm. You know, it's remarkable. You know, you see you see girls that come into this place and they and they used to literally be terrified of the chin up bars. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got girls now who can bang out two three four chin ups in a row. Yeah, you know, it's it's things like small the small victories like that for me as as somebody who owns a gym is really really exciting. You know, it you know it's cool to be strong within your own body. It's cool. Like it it's is, a really yeah. awesome thing to see. It does upset. It does upset me. Like when I see somebody that struggles to lift up weights that we should all be able to, to lift. Yeah. What would you say then is like a, you know, like the bare minimum that you think is like you said. What well, everyone should be able to lift. I mean, it's it's different for it's different for every person, but you know. It, it just proves that we're in a society now where. You, you, it's so you know, you don't have to be able to you know lift a box off the floor, yeah, or yeah. you know, or you don't be able to. You won't have to lift something from A to B. You know, it doesn't always happen. You know, there's so much other. You know, there's other resources that do everything for us. You know, you get your you get your shopping delivered to the front door. You get you know, like it's it's like it's making this world that we live in has made everything easier. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very satisfying to see that. There are people coming through these doors of the gym that are, are, are able to feel better in their own skin, feel more confident that they can lift something off the ground. I mean, I never ever thought of it before. I n- it never even crossed my mind. But there are people that really come, I've seen come through the door of this gym and they're, and they're almost self-conscious about their level of strength. Yeah. You know, you see people, they're, they're conscious about one thing or another, you know. But I've never seen that with strength, which is quite funny until I open the doors of this gym. And I don't, I don't know why specifically this gym. Maybe it's, it's maybe it's like the, com- the comparison level, isn't it? Of like, when you do go in the gym, I think every, you know, everyone's does the same thing. It's like, I might be on the, you know, the bench press doing like, I've got to do the maths quickly. Uh, let's just say 60 kilos, yeah, for example. Yeah. And then you see the next guy that goes on it and he's doing like over a hundred and you're mm. like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not working hard enough here. Yeah, it's yeah. like you, you can't help but do it, even though I know that mm. that 60 might be really good for me, yeah. or, or whatever it is, you know, 80, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then you see the guy doing like 100, 110, you're like, oh, mm. damn it. You, mm. It's like you, you can't help but feel like 
being physically inferior makes you, you know, yeah. it's just, I think it's just the way we're kind it, of made may, up, unfortunately. 100% it is, but it's the point I really want to make is that seeing somebody feel so happy yeah. about getting stronger is, is an extremely satisfying thing to yeah. see. And, you know, it, it doesn't take long, you know, it just takes a little bit of dedication mm. and it happens. It's mm. just having a growth mindset towards it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, gyms notoriously, I think you made the point earlier, intimidating places. <laughs> you know, and, and if there's anything that I try to do as a gym owner is trying to make, to break down that wall and, and you know, make people comfortable in this space. Because if there's any space to be comfortable in, you know, to have a bit of camaraderie in a community, it's, it's a gym, you know, it's, it's something like this because, you know, we're all humans, you know, like the, there's nothing more I hate is walking onto a pure gym floor and seeing some jokers, like you said earlier, like grunting and making everybody feel uncomfortable. Because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, like, it's the, who, who who wrote the law that, you know, going and getting stronger is just for a bunch of beefheads. Yeah, and about lifting the, you know, which they're probably not, they're probably probably not even lifting them correctly. You yeah, know? yeah. So like that infuriates me. Yeah. Everybody has the right to get leaner, faster, stronger, yeah. quicker. You know? yeah. And I think like you said, that, that kind of feeling of getting stronger ties in so much with the kind of mental side and the you know, mental health benefits of it of, you know, you start to, to kind of have that, I guess, like confidence within yourself and like you start to feel the release that you get from you know, all of a sudden your body's not so tight and you start to feel like that energy flowing better. And there's It's just, incredible, yeah. man. And it's also, do you, know, do you know what's the other thing that I, I realised the other day is like, one of the things I've started to do is really like push myself with the last rep. Like if I'm like, I'm down and out, I can't do any more, I'll sit there on that bench or on that pull-up bar or whatever it is and go, no, one more rep. And I force myself, no matter how, how hard it is or how like physically impossible it feels because you just can't do any more like I'll force myself to do one more because there's for me like it's, it's about pushing yourself that little bit further out of your comfort zone yeah. and seeing like the growth on the other side of it and like you said people come in here or you know any gym it's like you start to see yourself getting a bit better and a bit stronger and it's just you, you start to realize the importance of that dedication but also the factor of like if you just push yourself that little bit more even when you think you've got nothing left in the tank you just give yourself that one little more like you start to feel like great within yourself and it translates that translates to everything in life right yeah yeah exactly yeah which is the beautiful thing i mean that's what i try and say to, to everyone yeah. that come in here you know like they like they're a little bit on edge at first and it's like look this is like anything else what do you do for a job i say they say i'm an accountant i'm like yeah. right so you're telling me that you knew everything about what you do on the first day. It doesn't work like that, mm. you know. Why should why should this environment be any different to anyone or any 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 other environment? Yeah. Have you seen the um I think it's video, I'm pretty sure it's a video with Will Smith talking about running. No. And like how like running is one of the best forms of exercise physically and mentally because it was like that the idea of like starting at a point which is like your home or like the beginning yeah. and like running away from it. And you kind of like, the further you get away, the more you feel like, oh no, I'm gonna have to go back soon. And it's like, generally when you're running, you're pr- pretty much in a lonely space because you're, you know, you've got headphones in, it's only yourself, it's only kind of the voices in your head that you hear. And it's, there's always that voice saying, oh, you got to stop now, stop now, this is too much. But you always have to battle against it and say, no, I'm gonna push further, further, further. And it's this whole kind of like story he tells about the benefits of it. And it's amazing. Like when he, the way he breaks it down and says like, exactly that thing of like pushing yourself so far out of your comfort zone where you get to a point where you're like 
oh my god I can't go any further and then you realize you'll go all the way back it's like there's something really powerful in that and just like actually I'm gonna throw myself as far as I can into this and then like then I have to work all the way back and it's like it's yeah, great I mean, it's funny I mean I um I think that anybody's stuck in a rut. I mean, you'll find me whenever I'm talking about physical fitness, I always, I will almost refer to mental fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the same thing, because they're so, like I said, they're so connected. So when I was stuck in my right in my early twenties, one of the major things that got me out of it is I set myself a physical challenge. Mm. I mean, I was always pretty physical as a personal trainer, all this kind of stuff. So for me, it wasn't really like a completely alien. Yeah. But for me, I think physical challenge is one of the best ways to challenge yourself. I'm not a natural runner. I set myself the challenge of running 260 kilometers in five days through a desert. Yeah. So like, I did it with two mates, and I said, this is something that I know that is gonna be massively outside my comfort zone. Yeah. And like you just said there, it was literally like, you have no choice. Yeah. Like, it's either that or you fail, yeah. in my eyes. That's the way I viewed it. So it was like, I mean, the first day we had to do 45K, second day was 55K, third Jeez. day was 70K fourth day was 50k and then the last day was 35 wow every day you know it got harder yeah I mean this is this is excessive I'm not saying anyone listening to this is what you have to do but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if you if, if you really want to set yourself a challenge sometimes and push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone why not look to do a physical challenge to, yeah. because there's nothing that gives you that hunger in the belly than, than a physical challenge like yeah like, don't get me wrong. If doing it, if you want to become a tax accountant, okay, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone would be to really go for that top level and like do all the exams, and that's pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. For mm. me, that doesn't that doesn't make me want to get up every single morning. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, you know, my setting myself a physical challenge was the first step to really get myself in the best mental headspace possible yeah, yeah. and achieving it when you achieve that goal you know the dimensions of my mind never never went back never I don't think they could ever go back yeah. to what they were previous yeah well I think that's 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 the point isn't it is that yeah. when you go so far you can't yeah. you can't bring yourself back you, we, you know we were chatting before off mic and I was saying you know having come back from traveling it's mm. like I feel like my mindset and my like world of opportunities yeah. is just it seems so much broader now because I've seen and experienced so many different things while I was away and it's like it's the same kind of thing what you're saying there you've, you've pushed yourself so far in that challenge that it's like you can't you can't, you can't that's, return, you've, pushed, yeah. you've created a new a new limit a new edge a new it's you know it's the classic thing of like um <laughs> when you used to, like, do you used to play like Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. It's like you go into different parts of the map, yeah. and all of a sudden that part of the map would yeah. be available to you. Yeah. It's kind of a bit like that. You're on, opening up and unlocking new new parts of, you know, mindset or you know growth or whatever it is. It. And I think that's where it's like brilliant, man. It's like it is. And, it, and and I just think that doing a phys- like physical challenge is a great opportunity. To yeah, do it. yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like, I don't know. If she's gone, but my trainer, one of my trainers, one great member of our team, Hannah. She's just, um, I mean, hopefully she won't mind me talking about it, but she, she had a difficult year last year. So she is now, the last couple of months, is completely and utterly inspired because she set up this thing called the 30, for, uh, 30 before 30. So it's yeah. generally, a, it's a list of things that you want to yeah. tick off before wow, you 30. So I'm overqualified. <laughs> well, she, oh, well, I was telling her she do 40 over, she should do yeah, 40 yeah. before 40, but whatever, it's, yeah. the, it's the concept of setting yourself small goals yeah. and ticking them off and yeah, that's feeling good yeah. about yourself. It's such a simple idea, but it's just really, really smart. 
Yeah. Because I feel like, once again, referring back to this mental health, the mental state of people in their 20s, you know, you kind of want to get so much done in such a small time, but you don't know how you're going to do it. And sometimes it's as simple as making a fucking list and ticking things off. Yeah. And then on this list of hers and all the people that are doing them, there's a lot of little physical challenges. And just simply by doing a marathon or a half marathon or even a 10K, you, mm. you'll, you'll, you're physically challenging yourself, but mentally you're, you're feeling good about yourself, yeah. which extends the dimensions of your mind, yeah. which just leads you on, like you're saying, to other amazing opportunities and other amazing things because you know you're capable of doing it. Mm. So it's exciting. I mean, anyone that's stuck in a rut, I would honestly look to just give it a go. Give yeah. it a go. Yeah. Even the training aspect of it, you know, you, you learn a lot about yourself. Mm. I will never learn more about myself than I learned on those five days in Jordan. Never. Yeah, I bet, Actually, I that's bet. a life. When we open this gym, I'll probably learn yeah. more about myself. But again, that's a, that's a whole com- different challenge. That, that but, goes but that, being a but physical... that run unlocked this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it's, it's not a physical challenge, but the mental resilience yeah. that you would have got from doing that crazy ultra marathon. Yeah made this not seem such like an impossible yeah. task you know? 100% um, I mean I wouldn't have had the courage Yeah, I wouldn't have had the courage to, to, to think I could do something like this yeah. and that's exactly what you said it unlocks other areas of the map yeah. for you as an individual Yeah, and I just think physical fitness is something that everybody has control over bear yeah. that in mind as well you yeah. know I mean like everyone's like oh, if you hear some people oh no but I've got a dodgy ankle all this kind of stuff but man, I've seen. Sounds I've like had, me now. I've had, no, no, but I've had Ed Jackson on the, on my podcast. Okay, yeah. if anyone doesn't know who Ed Jackson is, that guy was a professional rugby player. Jumped into the pool, broke his neck. Okay, mm. it's part of his spine that he got crushed. Okay, yeah. he was told he's never going to walk in. Within the space of a year, the guy walks to the top of Mount Snowden. Look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it's possible for everyone. You know, he worked very hard at it, and you know the stats are kind of against you in a lot of cases to be able to be able to move your legs after you, you were technically paralyzed. Yeah. But, you know, he was willing to really test himself and try and challenge himself and it all started with a physical challenge. It got him back on his feet. Yeah. So look, I mean, that's a drastic term, but look, for anyone saying that they just really haven't got it in their locker, mm. it's not true. Yeah. Have a go. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. What about like you personally, the, the other kind of mental health benefits because like you know we were chatting yesterday mm. and I was like mate I think we might we might need to move this till mm. next week because I was like you know I was feeling like my head was all over the place mm. like you know I'd just come back from a little trip I was probably a little bit you know tired from the travel I was you know been to see the football so I was a little bit emotional <laughs> that it, it didn't <laughs> yeah. go quite to plan you know I had a few drinks today, I wasn't like hung over hung over but it's just draining you know and I just I, w- I always have like a bit of travel anxiety when either before leaving mm which I've got a lot better at. I used to get really plain sick. Mm. Or now I get it more when, when we land. Come back. Like particularly coming back home. For, for whatever reason, whenever I land back in London, I get hit with so much anxiety. And I was in the cab on the way home and like I just sat there and I closed my eyes. I, I wasn't sleeping. I was the whole cab journey home. It was about an hour. My mind was just racing everywhere and anywhere. And I was trying to like, you know, go through like my breathing techniques and my meditation and stuff, trying to like, just bring myself back into it but my mind was just, and all day I was just had like this cloud over my head so I texted her I said we might need to move but but let me uh, let me let me get back to you in the morning because I knew that if I had a good sleep yeah. and got up in the morning yeah. went for a workout that it, everything could be completely different and that's what I did this morning yeah. I got up I went to the gym normal time um, 
didn't kind of I nearly bottled it <laughs> I can't lie but I forced myself to go because I knew it'd yeah. be good for me and straight away like being in the gym having that that like I said at the beginning that that peace that mm. space for myself that pushing yourself that and then you know all the all the benefits that come with it of like the release of endorphins that make you feel good the mm. surge of energy the kind of reducing the st- stress hormones the you know all the other kind of mental you know benefits that really do come with it and literally, as I got home, I texted you. I was like, right, let's, let's, do, let's do it. Let's get this. Well, I mean, back you on. kind of answered it yourself there. I mean, obviously, the all the the hormonal benefits of training. Yeah. You know, that you can't argue it. You just you can't. The science is there. You know, it's the freest, most available antidepressant. One. Yeah. Two, I also think there, like, the thing about fitness is that it's a fundamental that you can always return to. Yeah. Okay. And it's like anything else. Like, it's like morning routines. Like, how much better do you feel when you just tick a few things off of your list in the morning? You just feel better. Like, it's like anything. It just fills you with... Fills you with, fills you with a sense of calm. Because yeah. you just tick stuff. You've achieved yeah. something for the day. Yeah. So when you combine those two, and that's why a lot of successful people train in the morning. That's because it's a fact, you know. A lot. If you look at top performers... How many of these people either meditate or train first thing in the morning? Yeah. I would say 95% of them. Yeah. You know, have you ever read Tools for Titans? By yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at that book. Yeah. Meditate in the morning. Morning routine, meditate or train. Yeah. It'll be in almost every, every single example, you know. So, yeah, I mean, for me as an individual, like, it's exactly the same as what you just said. Like, look, I get anxiety. I mean, truthfully, I would say... If it was any, if it was any less than eighty percent of our society that gets anxiety, this is always something that they can return to, and this yeah. is always something I return to. You know, I know that if I have a good workout early in the morning on a Monday morning after a weekend, which has caused me a relative amount of anxiety, I'll be set up for the week. Mm. So yeah, I mean, like, like you know, taking something off your list, and also just the general, you know, hormonal benefits of training. I mean, it's something that. I think just should be in everyone's everyone's routine. Yeah, it just it's a, it's a no-brainer. Because like some of the again, I was like doing a little bit of research, but some of the stuff that's like you know you've got like the endorphin release, you've got you know all sorts of dopamine and like tocins and like all these kind of scientific terms that I really don't know what they mean. But I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I, I mean, so dopamine is essentially the pleasure hormone, right? Yeah. So like, it's funny. I was, I, was, I was listening to something the other day about dopamine and, and it's about, about how a lot of our society relies on dopamine hit from social media. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a guy called Simon Sinek and he goes... The re- oh, that, the, the interview. Of, yeah, yeah, it's genius and it is, it is absolutely genius and he talks about the millennial generation, right? Okay, and how it's not our fault but millennial de- the, the, the pre- depression and anxiety levels in millennials is higher than any other generation. And it's simply because we've basically been mollycoddled through life. We've been given praise when it hasn't been warranted. And you go through this linear route through life. You go through kindergarten to school to university. And then once you get out into the big wide world, if you're not given praise, you, mm. you, you don't understand. You think there's something wrong with you. So you get your head down, you, know, you, get, you get depressed, you get anxious because you want to make an impact, but you don't understand because it's not all going to plan like the way it has been. So you look to other things for that pleasure, that dopamine hit. So you look for alcohol, you look for drugs. Yeah. But now more than ever, which is frightening, people are looking at social media to get that dopamine hit. Yeah. 
So when you're suddenly not getting as many likes for a post on social media, you think, you know, it, you, you're thinking there's something wrong with you. So why I, what I don't understand is what is like, well, like I've always said, is like, is trade that time. Trade the seven hours on average or something ridiculous like that that people are spending on social media getting that dopamine hit, mm. looking for that dopamine hit. Why not trade that for you know yeah. for an alternative of training in the gym or going for a run or yeah. something like Even that? Even just like forty five minutes a day, five three minutes. days a week. It's amazing, like or a fifteen minute run, three days a week. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible, like how the majority of people. I would love that. I would love there to be some research on it. I'm yeah. sure there is some. Oh, it's probably yeah. I mean, the link between that, yeah, the trade off between social media. Time on social media versus you know actually time you know, yeah. doing health next. It's interesting you mention that because you know as of recording this, I'm having a bit of a break from social media. Just interesting. I haven't haven't I've, I've posted a couple things to my story, not like as I as I have normally, and have I certainly haven't posted anything in general on Instagram. Um, so someone like one of my friends who always messages me for Instagram just was like mate you're, is everything alright yeah, like you've been, you've been a bit away from social like away in inverted yeah. commas social media I was like yeah I'm just you know I just needed to take a bit of time for myself nothing bad nothing good yeah, just yeah. I just needed to to just take myself out of the online world a little bit and just yeah, yeah. focus on like going to the park and reading my book or like yeah. I just started learning how to skateboard yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is quite funny so just like taking skateboard to the park or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just, just being in the physical world and yeah, like yeah. taking myself away from constantly reaching checking that dopamine here yeah you know, and I've got friends who, you know, live in other countries who I, t I talk to through DMs on Instagram because that's like the best means of communicating yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, just taking myself out of that for that exact reason that you mentioned. Smart, man. I would do it as well. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds ridiculous. The only reason I, I'm on social media, I've said it on a few podcasts recently. The only reason I'm on it because I want to grow the podcast because I honestly feel like the podcast, like the podcast you do, it, it really gives good, it, it gives value. Yeah. So that's what yes, that's the main reason I'm on it, and also the other reason is to kind of promote a healthy fitness image. Yeah, of course. you know, the fitness should be fun. It shouldn't be a slog. It shouldn't be yeah. just for aesthetic results. You know, what about the negative sides? Because you mentioned before about people who push themselves too far yeah. and it becomes detrimental. Yeah. This is a funny thing. Like people can push it so people, and I think it's actually kind of I could probably well, one of the negatives. Is coincided with social social media again. I mean, this whole persona around body image. Yeah, you know, it's a dangerous thing. It's a really dangerous thing. Uh, you get all these social media influencers taking photos of, you know, themselves and how they look really glamorous, and it kind of paints this image to boys and girls that that's what their body should look like. And what you know, then it starts to creep in. Why does my body? look like that oh that means I'm going to have to literally eat 1,200 calories and train six times a day you know it, it creates a real frustration because what they don't understand is unless you're gene genetically superior mm. which some of these fitness models are yeah fair play to them you know <laughs> you know they've been given a good hand or you know, unless you are genetically superior or you really have got it down to a fine tune and you, you really do have the education behind you to be able to execute a quality nutrition plan and a quality training plan over a long period, 
it comes these people become confused because they think oh well I train five times a week and I and I do this but I don't look like that mm. so frustration builds and that can cause really negative mental feelings obviously in the process so it's just a very dangerous thing and firstly also a lot of these influencers they will take hundreds 200 photos of them in the same position they'll just pick the one they like yeah. i've seen a lot of the, i know a lot of these these people you know they yeah. come through the doors of these gyms they go through doors of gyms i go to elsewhere they yeah. don't actually look like that yeah. you know it's and it's the dangers of social media and this body image that you know it's you know quite scary you know mm. really quite scary you know but hopefully i, I I'm, I'm a big believer that the, the fitness industry is coming back to the middle ground you know yeah. coming back to the middle ground and, and you know that's what i try and do you know at the end of the day look, i don't have a six-pack you know i'm in relatively good shape but you know i train for the love of training mm. i train because i love to be fit you know i you know i love to push myself in a workout but at the end of the day you know i do that to feel good about myself yeah 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 and and i do it because i want to be able to go out and have a nice dinners with my family and and with my friends and i love going out and having a few drinks you know i i train to to it for it to really support mm the other areas of my life mm. you know is it like, as much as a, a release yeah as it's well a as huge a... release as well it can be a release yeah. I, 100% yeah but you know I feel like you should you should train for the love of training you know mm. and you know people say oh I just I hate the gym mm. oh, I, I, I just hate exercising I feel like that's through lack of trying yeah. and, and lack of, of of searching for your outlet yeah and also I think it's like maybe the negative you know, kind of image that gyms had in the past, which is why all these, you know, other kind of areas of fitness and I mean, even just playing netball is that's, that's team sports. It's, it's you know, it's fitness. You're still keeping fit if you play twice a week or you know, play five side. Yeah, play, play, you know, 100%. Play, I would always say play sport if you can. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If I could play rugby still, I would be playing. If I had the time and, you know, if, if I hadn't had a terrible concussion when I was 22, you know, I would still be playing rugby. And that's, I mean, that, that, that would be everything for me. You know, mm. that would be enough. I wouldn't have to do anything else because I love playing rugby. You mm. get the natural endorphin here. You get to play with your mates. There is an avenue for everyone. Like, and if they say there's not, it's through lack of trying. Yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. And I think, you know, again, I think once you, once you do try and you get, like, one of the things I love is the kind of, the, the kind of 360 kind of feeling of exercise and mm. the kind of you know the holistic kind of benefits and the like I said at the beginning nourishing my soul mm. I kind of feel like I'm doing I'm not just physically mm. you know improving well not in the minute because I'm kind of out of sync a little bit but like you know physically pushing yourself physically trying to improve mm. mentally getting better and stronger but it comes with all the feelings of like feeling more confident in yourself or yeah. having a bit more kind of uh and it's just springing your step or like the big ones, the energy and the, you know, things like productivity and having more focus throughout the day. Um, like you, you really do start to realize a kind of sense of um, almost like clarity that you kind of get to just because you've, you've, you've worked your body in different ways. You've kind of physically, your body's better. Your, your mind's, you know, clear or in a better state than it was at the start of the day or before the session or last week or whatever it is. And it's like, you bring all of that forward with you and you carry it with you and that's like where I feel the biggest kind of I guess benefit of it is like when it all kind of, kind of comes together I'm afraid it's like you know like a lot of people consider 
training is their meditation in a way. Yeah. I mean, why do people meditate? So they can get mental clarity. No, yeah. that's the reason I do it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you could argue this is another form of meditation yeah. in a, in a yes. way because it, it brings you that mental clarity, which is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any tips then for someone who wants to kind of get started? They're kind of a bit scared of like the whole gym experience or just just exercising in general. Is there any kind of tips that you think will be beneficial? Yeah, I mean, I do think a lot of it is from a mindset point of view, really. Um, first of all, I would say go in just two feet. Leave your pride at the door. <laughs> Leave your pride at the door. Um, don't, be, don't be afraid. It's like anything. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Look, I'm not saying go in and try and bench 100 kilograms on the bench press. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, pick something, go two feet in, okay? Um, yeah, I, I would say I would say that. Go, go, yeah, go, just go get stuck in because you will stumble across a form of training which you like. Mm. And once you've got that, then you can pick up you know make sure you plan and you, you have a plan for it yeah okay because the end of the day frustration does build when you have a lack of preparation and planning yeah. um i also think goal setting as well is quite important mm -hmm. like you kind of i think re realistically actually that may be the starting point yeah really kind of understand why you want to train you know whether you want to be fitter you want to you want to lose weight whether it be you know you just want to be a bit more active you know? yeah figure out what that goal is really specify that goal and then go hunting for a way of, of doing it and I think just looking looking for enjoyment at the, at the heart of whatever you do is really key because in that way it's sustainable because mm -hmm. if you enjoy what you do like honestly like people come in this place and they f absolutely love it mm. they love it they come in here thinking they're going to do a two week trial so we've got a two week trial on but like, oh yeah, I'll try out soon. They honestly, three or four days, they it, they are no longer sitting at their desk at half five. Yeah. And this isn't a sales pitch for this. There are loads of other concepts out there, yeah, like yeah. F. Well, not quite like forty five, but there are loads of other concepts. They are no longer sitting at their desk at half five <laughs> on a on a Tuesday evening after work, thinking, oh god, do I can I be bothered to go to the gym? I just, pub, yeah, all right, let's go. <laughs> They're thinking, oh my God, it is 5.28 and I am absolutely buzzing. I've actually got my hand on my bag. I'm ready to go. Yeah. They come in the huge beam of smile downstairs. Mm. They see the mates. They come train. They get a massive sweat on. They high five at the end and they're feeling on cloud nine by yeah. the time they leave this place. All before work, you know. I'm not, I'm not, don't want to get up. It's really cozy and warm. You know, it's, enjoyment has to be the key. So yeah, just to wrap that up, just to be a little bit more concise, I'd say pick a goal. Definitely, really think about what you want, what you want to achieve. Um, go, just get stuck in, mm. and just pick something that you enjoy and and that you know that you can do sustainably yeah. for, for for a long period. Yeah, I think that that final one's super important because like for me, it's like I don't particularly like running, so I won't no, go out and that. run, or I won't particularly be on the treadmill. I'll jog to the gym, which is mm. probably five ten minutes. That's about it. Like it's about finding the the, the, the type of exercise that kind of suits you mm. it doesn't have to be going by yourself mm. and doing weights it could be swimming it mm. could be you know like I said yoga Pilates it could mm. be coming to a class mm. it could be you know there's endless endless amounts yeah. of stuff and I think it could be a you know private one-on-one -on -one PT so it, you know whatever it is it's like 
to find the thing that kind of suits you, mm. you know, team sport, whatever it is. And that, that's, that's a real starting point. And then from there, you build upwards and you go, okay, okay, what am I trying to achieve from this? Am I trying to get that's fit? That's it. I was about to yeah. say, that's my next point. I mean, it would be, you know, once you have kind of got stuck in, then your goals kind of make it their, their own way. Yeah. Mean, you start moving and you kind of, your path kind of opens up in front of you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so any kind of um, final thoughts on how exercise benefits you for your healthy mind, body and soul? I think I think I think uh, training in a good environment breeds of growth mindset. The more you're involved in it, so you may come across things that you, that you aren't able to do. Yeah. And what it teaches you is that if you try it on a, on a Monday of week one, and then you suddenly realise on Monday of week three mm-hmm. that you can do it, it teaches you that there's nothing fixed about it. Okay. There's not. You know you. There, there is always room for growth. Yeah. And, and understanding that in here can translate to outside, outside of the gym. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I've had people that, you know, come in here at the beginning of their membership, whatever, and they're, they thought they would never gym again. Mm-hmm. They weren't happy with their job. So I had, I had a member in it. This is probably a good one to close on. <laughs> we ha- I had a member who came down here to day two of the gym, a close friend of mine now. And he mentioned to me very, his body language hunched over, wasn't really enjoying his job, didn't really have, didn't really have, he, he, he wasn't oozing anything. Yeah. He said, you know, I need to, I, I want to get stuck into something, you know, I've, I've had a couple of leg injuries in the past. I was like, listen, mate, you come down here, let's get stuck in, do the two week trial, do it, okay, throw two feet in, let's see what we can get out of it. After a week and a half, guys looking like a different person. <laughs> Body language, shoulders are back, chest is smiling, chest is open, walking around the place with a real swag. Signs up for an eight-week challenge, something we do here is an yeah. eight-week challenge. You kind of do an eight-week nutrition plan and do all the training with it. We, have a half, we had a halfway scan and check-in. Okay, so yeah. I, I was like, come on, come, come we're going to scan you, check, check, check where your body fat is check you know what's going on and then we'll have a catch up after and he goes uh he lost five five percent body fat lost about six kilograms put on a bit of skeletal muscle mass as well so it's all looking unbelievable in the space of five weeks six yeah. weeks and then we sit down he goes smile on his face he's just relaxed as hell he's having a laugh and a joke complete different guy to most of them and he goes i go how's work he's like yeah man it's picked up it's really really good like it's all moving. It's all moving forward compared to where it was. You know, it's really, really great. I'm getting really stuck in. He then goes, um, "Well, I never. The, I go house training. He goes, I absolutely love it. It's, it's. I never thought I was going to be able to train again." I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, I didn't tell you this, but at the beginning of beginning one. Uh, no, sorry. He goes, two years ago, I had a." I had a big accident. Mm. I was in Afghanistan in the oh, army, wow. and uh, and I got blown up in a in a oh, in a vehicle. Wow! And for the last two years, every time I've walked into a gym, I haven't been able to train. It's wow! Been too much pain. It's too much pain. You know, I haven't had the motivation. It's been too difficult. It's you know, and with that, you know, I've put on a lot of weight, and you know, the, it's just been a roll-on effect. Yeah. I just can really see the see 
see me ever being able to do this again. I thought it was that was it. I thought I wasn't going to be able to. And I lo and I love every second of training. You know, I've loved it. You know, I've got stuck in. I'm moving again. I'm like feeling great. You know, and it's just translated into other every other area. You know, I feel confident again. I feel. So for that, for me, opening the gym was just, you know, I could close the doors then and I was satisfied because that showed me that mm. training, if you are happy training within your, you know, if you're in a training environment that you love and you enjoy and you're seeing the improvements, yeah. it can just transcend into other areas of your life. Yeah. Because you have that growth mindset towards everything else. For sure. So maybe that is good example yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> i think it's it, it comes back to the point doesn't it of the, the holistic approach to it it's like when you when you do decide to train or you are exercising like you, you have to think about the benefits that isn't just the physical benefits that mm. everything the, the full package that comes with it and i think when you do realize that that's where the, the real beauty and the enjoyment maybe comes out of it's yeah. like that's where i started really enjoying it, it was yeah. like actually i'm getting way more out of this than just physical that's benefits cool. and it's like you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sacrifice that for anything else. And it's like this, yeah, that's why it's one of my go-to things. You know, you know, that's why I get to the gym at 7 a.m. I'm actually like buzzing to get into the gym at 7 and be like one of the first there and like wait outside some days while they unlock the doors. And it's like, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a great, um, great story to kind of sum that up, really. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, so appreciate that. No problem, man. Um, great. Do you want to, before we sign out, let people know where they can find you online, where they can listen to your podcast, which is also... A really, really great podcast. Sure, yeah, man. Uh, so my my handle is uh, Hayden Elliot. That's right, yeah. Hayden Elliot. And my gym is F forty five Volt Circus. Anybody fancies come down, uh, have a little trial. Let me know. Ping, ping me a note. Um, my podcast is the Inspiration Space Podcast, which you know has a lot of good guests on it as well. In the in the field of fit, fitness, a lot of people in the field of fitness as well. So if you want to carry on this you know, sort of exploration into fitness and what you can learn from that, there's a lot of great people on there. So yeah, but man, thank you very much for having me on. It's been a real pleasure, awesome, man. Always a pleasure. So there it is, guys. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed it. As I said, Hayden is always amazing to connect with, and I love the story he shared at the very end there. It's so amazing when you hear the benefit exercise can have on someone just like that. And as I mentioned during the chat, for me, it's all about looking at exercise from a holistic point of view. It's not just the physical benefits, but kind of the 360 that comes with it. And I know for sure that the days I'm kind of feeling mentally drained or low on energy, if I can find some time to go for a long walk or hit the gym, it always plays a massive role in lifting my energy and my mood. So I hope there's a lot you can really benefit from in that episode that you can apply to your own life. And I hope that you found it helpful, as I said. So be sure to share this to your Instagram, take that screenshot, post it to your story, tag me at I am Alex Manzi. And if there's a friend as well that you think is going to really benefit from hearing this, then be sure to send them the link, send the message to them, let them know it's there, let them know they can listen to it and learn from it and why you think it's going to benefit them. Because the best way we can help these messages get out there is by sharing them and, and spreading the love and the positive vibes. So I hope you can do that. I hope you've got a friend that you, you are willing to share this message with. And as ever, thank you for the time. I always appreciate your ears. I always appreciate you listening. It means a lot to me in a lot more ways than you can probably imagine, to be honest. So I will see you for the next one. Until then, make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. This podcast is produced by Unedited.